Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on this Monday, October 17th, 2022. My name is JJ Jackson, and I proudly serve as the host of this podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast, your support means the world. The five-star ratings and written reviews also mean so much to me. If you take the time out of your schedule to leave us one of those, please make sure also to subscribe on our YouTube page. If you watch the show daily, I really do appreciate your support. Send us questions on YouTube. Comment below what you like about the videos, what you want to see more of, and that sort of thing. Always enjoy interacting with all of our listeners across the Lockdown Blue Devils community. Okay, let's get into it. If you haven't followed us on Twitter already, please do at LO underscore Blue Devils on Twitter. That's where we ask for questions to be answered on the Mailbag Monday edition of these programs. You can also send tweets to me directly at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. I pick out my favorite questions every few weeks when we do these Mailbag Monday editions of the program, and I answer them here on the podcast. So here we go. First question today comes from Ed. Ed sent a question in, besides the Champions Classic, what is the early season non-conference matchup you are most looking forward to for Duke men's basketball? I'm really looking forward to that Champions Classic game against Kansas. It's the third game of the year. It is against the reigning national champions on an incredible stage where Kentucky and Michigan State will play right before Duke takes on Kansas. We're going to learn a lot about Duke in that third game of the season. But wait, that's not the question. Yeah, Ed asks, other than that game, what non-conference game are you looking forward to? So I'd say Ohio State and the Champions Classic, that game being played inside Cameron Indoor Stadium, a little get-back game as Ohio State won last year in Coach K's final season. That game was played in Columbus. Want to get back right by winning that basketball game. And then also a chance to play Iowa. We don't have very many Duke in Iowa basketball memories over the years, but they're going to play that game in the Jimmy V Classic from Madison Square Garden, Duke's home away from home. And you look at a game like that, what it can do for Duke to play a power conference opponent like they will in the Big Ten's Iowa, also playing Ohio State. Those two games in particular, I think will set the tone for Duke, what to expect in conference play. November 30th is when they play Ohio State, and then they'll play Iowa on December 6th. And interestingly enough, Duke's actually got their first ACC game of the year against, I believe, Boston College right before that Iowa game. So we'll get a taste of conference play and then get a chance to take on a Hawkeye squad. So those would be the two games I'm looking forward to most on the non-conference schedule for Duke if I'm not allowed to include the Kansas game because the Kansas game would for sure be the one to throw in there. And then, of course, Kansas also beat us in football this year. So got to get a little payback there. Thanks for the question, Ed. Next question comes from Mike. What were your biggest takeaways from Duke versus North Carolina football game on Saturday? Duke lost to North Carolina on Saturday, 38-35 at Wallace Wade Stadium. Later in the week, I'll be joined by my good buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. We'll have a much deeper dive into this one. But looking at it, again, 38-35 the final score. North Carolina goes and scores the game-winning touchdown in the last minute heartbroken by the finish, 
but I absolutely love the fight that we had from this Duke football team. The biggest takeaway is that this Mike Elko era thing is for real. Duke's going to be competitive in the Coastal Division and way well, we're going to lose those Coastal Divisions in the years to come. But in the conference, Duke will be competitive in the years to come under Mike Elko's leadership. The way he's recruiting, the way the current players are buying in, the way they've got the quarterback position figured out for years to come under Riley Leonard. I love what I saw out of that Duke squad. They were running the football well. Duke was without one of their top running backs in Jalen Coleman on Saturday, and other guys stepped up when they needed to. Jalen Calhoun is an absolute playmaker on the outside. Jordan Moore has stepped up at the wideout spot, as has Eli Pankle. So really big fan of what Duke was able to do. 245 yards passing for Riley Leonard, one touchdown, one interception. Two big points in the game that I think speak volumes. Duke went up by a score of 21-10 to 10 with a minute and a half to go until halftime. 21-10, 90 seconds remaining in the first half. Don't let North Carolina score. Duke gets the football to start the second half. A great opportunity to set the tone defensively and to end the half on a positive note. North Carolina marched down the field and they got a touchdown. They ended the half with the score being 21-17. to However, Duke went behind 31-21 in the second half. North Carolina did an amazing job of scoring 21 unanswered points themselves and you felt like this game slipping away from Duke, but that didn't happen. Duke kept making positive plays, a lot of big momentum in that one, and they came back to take a 35-31 lead. So Duke's not going to give up. That's what I really love seeing. That was a major takeaway for me from the Duke football game on Saturday. Really impressed by what I saw there. More of your questions coming up as we move forward here on this Mailbag Monday edition of Locked On Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils today brought to you by Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Here's why I love it. I just love it so much because with 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected with dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Moving forward here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. JJ Jackson here with you, and we're doing our Mailbag Monday edition of the program. If you ever have questions about Duke men's basketball, Duke football, anything going on in the life of Duke athletics, I want to answer them. I really do. Send them to me. Emails lockdownbluedevils at gmail.com. On Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. My personal Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. All of those ways to send your questions 
for Mailbag Monday. Ed and Mike have asked questions so far. On to Stephanie. Do you agree with Coach K not coming to any Duke basketball games this year? Asks Stephanie. That is a popular uh, talking point as we get set for another season of Duke men's basketball. The first season without the former head coach, Mike Krzyzewski. He's been the head coach for 42 seasons. I'm okay with Coach K not being at the games in person. It's going to be a little strange, particularly when you think of Duke basketball. Often you think about North Carolina as well. In this past season, we saw a lot of Roy Williams at the Dean Smith Center this past season. But look, Coach K was at Duke for 42 years. If Coach K is in that building and a game is presently happening, he needs to be on the sideline. That's what he's used to doing. Him finding another spot to sit in a venue like Cameron Indoor, that's smaller. They find a spot for him clearly to watch the game and that sort of thing. But I think he wants the attention, and rightfully so, to be on John Shire, the new head coach for Duke. His name is already on the court. It's already Coach K Court. He's already recognized. And so if he wants to let John Shire have his go at it, let him be the star of this Duke men's basketball program, then after 42 years, all that I can do is respect that decision by Mike Krzyzewski. So all in all, yes, I'm okay with the fact that Coach K will not be coming to any Duke basketball games this season. However, uh, I do like that question there from Stephanie. Maybe he'll catch a game up at Madison Square Garden, one of those events, the Iowa game, like we mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's a good question there. What is your favorite aspect of each year's countdown to craziness was asked by Devil in a Blue Dress. Devil in a Blue Dress on Twitter asks so many great questions. And my favorite aspect as we get set for countdown to craziness on Friday, it's happening Friday this week, I love the player introductions. And Duke Blue Planet, the Duke men's basketball YouTube platform and social media staff, they are going to post, as they do every year, a look at the player introductions because we love them so much. It's our first time meeting a lot of these guys when it's only Jeremy Roach and Jalen Blanks, the scholarship players back from last year's squad. But they get a choice of one song, one song to introduce them as they walk out to midcourt. They'll do a little dance. They'll interact with the crazies. I love it. It's the best part for sure to really get a sense of their personality and that sort of thing. Because the basketball that's involved, it's just a blue-white scrimmage. You're not going to take a whole lot away from it. Uh, but uh, I really, really, really do love when you take a look at the player introductions, what that looks like. So if I had to pick one thing that I greatly appreciated and loved about Dukeman's basketball's countdown to craziness, it would definitely be the player introductions. That's my favorite aspect each year there. So thanks for the question, Devil in a Blue Dress. Let's take one last time out on today's episode of the program. And when we come back, we'll wrap up with the last few questions here on Locked On Blue Devils. Locked On Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our good partners over at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for football betting information this season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game. Next week, Duke now gets set to take on Miami on the gridiron, and Duke has opened up as a nine-point underdog against the Hurricanes. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. 
All right, as we get set to wind down today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, I'm JJ Jackson, and final few questions here in Mailbag Monday. Next question comes in from Mark. Do you like secret scrimmages, or would you prefer to play a premier team? Or excuse me, do you like secret scrimmages, and would you prefer to play a premier team or a team a little below Duke's level in them? I do like secret scrimmages. I wish we got to see more footage of them than we do, but I guess that's why they're called secret. I like this idea that the NCAA has put together. Look, it's not an exhibition game. It's, hey, we'll travel. We'll play one another. Uh, you know, we'll have different sets that we run in terms of here's an eight-minute period. This is what it's like when one team's up by four last eight minutes. A lot of different scenarios that coaches can sort of script through. We heard a lot of good things from Duke's secret scrimmage a year ago when they took on Villanova. We know Duke's going to play Houston this year on October 26th. And uh, Houston was a team that a lot of people think can make it to the Final Four this upcoming season. Both Duke and Villanova went to the Final Four last year, and that's who Duke played in the secret scrimmage. So maybe the same thing is coming for Duke this season when they take on Houston. So I think when you do play a premier team, and that's what I would prefer as opposed to a team that Duke's clearly better than, it's a measuring stick without really having the game be advertised or, you know, televised. Uh, and it doesn't count, right? But you can get an idea of, yep, we're as good as we thought we were, or maybe we've got some work to do as the season gets going and that sort of thing. Because with this Duke team in particular, so many new faces are going to be contributing for this Duke squad. And also, when you factor in the fact that, look, with this Duke men's basketball team, you don't really know who the guys are just yet. Like, we've got to figure out who are going to be the guys that step up and take big-time sh shots in those scenarios uh, and that sort of thing. What lineups work well? Small ball versus, uh, you know, throwing the bigs out there and Lively and Filipowski and that sort of thing for this year's Duke squad. So I don't know that you have as much to gain if you scrimmage against a team that's not that great. That's what exhibition games are for, and that's what some of those non-conference cupcake, we'll call them games, are for on the Duke men's basketball schedule. So definitely prefer uh, to play the premier teams in those secret scrimmages. Mark, thanks for that question. Last question comes in today from Derek. Which coach on the coaching staff could hoop the best in a pickup game right now? I think you got to go John Shire, right? I mean, Shire was an absolute shooter. You're talking about John Shire, Jay Lucas, Chris Carwell, Emil Jefferson. Carwell's getting older. Emil Jefferson, more of a post player. Uh, Jay Lucas, John Shire. I like John Shire's career and his accolades. I thought he was a very accomplished national champion, leading guard for Duke men's basketball back in 2010, as we well know. So, yeah, if I'm asking one of those guys to hoop up and go get me a bucket in a pickup game, I like John Shire. I miss that we won't have those epic John Shire-Nolan Smith battles. Now that Nolan Smith is off coaching at Louisville, I know that that got a lot of publicity over the last few years when uh, those guys would talk trash about what their pickup games were still looking like. I like seeing the footage of the coaches shooting around with the current team because they're basketball players at the end of the day. You know they still got it. They got a little love for it uh, and that sort of thing. That's for sure. All right, so as we wind down today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils again, thanks for your support. As always, that's another episode of a Mailbag Monday. I love answering your questions whenever you have them. Continue to send them our way. Again, LockdownBlueDevils at gmail.com or on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Coming up tomorrow, I'm going to be joined by my good buddy Jason Jordan of Sports Illustrated. 
Darren Harris was on an official visit for Duke men's basketball this past weekend. Things are trending in the direction for Duke, which we absolutely love to see. First commitment could be on the way for the class of 2024. We'll talk about that and more tomorrow and then later in the week. Again, we'll have conversations with our good buddy Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast platform. Also, feel free to uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Your support means the world there as well. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.